Welcome to Families for Life with Brian and Brian, a podcast of Oak Hill Baptist Church. On today's episode, we're doing a pastor's perspective on busyness. All right, well, welcome, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Brian. Welcome to you. Welcome to our listeners. Good to see you, yep. man. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. Yeah, I can't complain. We're recording for the last time this year. That's right. Yep. This will come out right before Christmas. Yeah. And we're we're That's far crazy. from Christmas. That is crazy. We're now like that I'm a thinking month about away. Like, we're not recording again this year. Yeah, we're in the middle of November. <laughs> but we've right worked now. hard to get ahead yeah. because of the news yes. with you leaving. So yes. we've, we've kind of pushed up our schedule to get. A lot of episodes recorded. Because we know that this season is very busy. It's busy. (laughs) And that's the theme of today's episode is busyness. Before we get into that, do all the things you know to do. Subscribe, like, review, share with your friends, email us the feedback, all the things. Let us know how you feel about our friend Matt from Evansville. Let us know how you feel about him. Don't mention him again. We get angry letters when we mention him. We love him no matter what. In spite. Pouring hot coals. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but the Christmas season, what we're about ready to enter into, there's a few days till Christmas. It is the perfect time to talk about busyness. Busyness, because everybody... Why, why are we so busy during the holidays? I don't know, but we are. I know. No, I don't, but... I do. But I know we are busy. We're I, so stinking busy. Do you want to know busy. why? Why? Please enlighten me. Expectations. Because everybody else, like, I, like they're busy, so I got to be busy... Nope. No, they're other, getting presents, so other, I gotta get presents. Yes, other people have expectations on you. You have expectations on other people. All those expectations create it's busyness, true. and it's some true. of it is real, and some of it is perceived. Like we've got to have presents for everybody. We've got to make treats. We've true. got to send Christmas cards. We've got to do all of these things, and so all of these things, all these expectations, create things for us to do, which mm-hmm. create busyness. On top of the other things that we normally have to do. That's true. It's true. There's so, so many things. Very, yep. <clears throat> it feels very busy because of the expectations, we're, I think. Do you not, think. Do you agree with yeah, that? Yeah, I really do. We're not able to say no to things, mm-hmm. and we feel like we want... You know, and some of this could be from a good place where it's like I want to include sure. as many people as possible. But, you know, <clears throat> at the end of the day, we've got to realize that, that we're, we're finite, right? We yes. can't do everything. And when we try to... We don't actually get to enjoy these things because we're trying to do too many of them. Right. You, you get such a small amount of the holidays because because you're trying to do too much stuff during the holidays. Right. Or you don't take time to appreciate what you do, what what's there, what you do have. Because, exactly. And I know the pressure. You're you're getting around a family. You're doing all the things that you need to do. And so it's, I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm just saying it is what it is, and we've got to find a way to kind of get through that. So hopefully some of what we're going to talk about today – Will help, will help us with that. I just told my family I don't care. I'm moving to Texas. So there you go. Peace. There you go. No, I'm just fine. <laughs> what can we do with the busyness in our lives? Well, yeah. one of the resources that I read a few years ago that I really enjoyed was a book by Cra- Crazy Busy by Kevin DeYoung. So good. So I know what you're thinking, listener. You're like, I don't, I'm too busy. I don't have time to read I don't a book. Have time. Here's the thing. This book is really short, actually. What does he say? It's like mercil- <laughs> mercifully short. Yes. Book. I really <laughs> love Kevin DeYoung. He is smart. Yes. And he has yeah. a lot of um, knowledge, but he has found a way to kind of – most of his books are are short, and he's yeah. found a way to make them super accessible for, like, 
average people. Yeah. And, and so I appreciate that, me being an average person. I, I love it because it just gives you the gold. Like, right, you know, it's yeah. like, he, here's what you need to know, yeah. right? And he does it so well and uh, so winsomely. Like, it's just, it's just yeah. he's a great writer, great, great teacher. We love his book. So some of these things are from this book, and then some of it we've, we've kind of taken from our own uh, experience yeah. as well. <laughs> Experiences, uh, busy people. Yes, <laughs> busy people. So let's talk about... Busyness. Yeah, is is, is busyness I was gonna bad? Ask I'm asking you. No, I want to ask you. Okay, I'll, well, you ask me. I'm going to say yes and no. What are okay. you going to say? Well, I agree with you. We've talked a little bit about it, and I'm seeing the notes. And and you know, I think at first we're we're inclined to just be like, busyness is always bad. Yeah, but it's really not always yeah. bad because because that's not how like life isn't supposed to be nothingness right you're right. supposed to be bored like think about think about your job when you don't have anything to do you're bored and you would yeah. almost rather not do it mm -hmm. right so it's actually good to have a little bit of business yes yeah so well it's like when you're at work i you know i used to work retail way back in the day you would rather be busy yeah than not because the time would go time faster flies, man. Yeah. yeah that's right so if it's not always bad why why is it not Always bad. Yeah, I think from a Christian perspective, we can look at the scriptures and we can see a few things that help us to understand that that being busy is uh, is can be good, mm -hmm. busy for the right reasons. Yeah, and I love this scripture in Ephesians chapter five, verse fifteen and seventeen, where Paul says, "Look carefully how the, uh, then how you walk, not as unwise but as wise, making the best use." Mm -hmm. Of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. And I think what he's saying there is letting, you know, there's all kinds of ways we can use our time. We need to use it wisely, right, Yeah. for the Lord. Yeah. And so when there's a little bit of busyness in our lives, you're not wasting time. Yeah, you're true. using time. And you got to plan and make sure you can, you know, do all the things that you've got going on. you got to right. fit them in the schedule, right? right? Yeah, that's good. This other uh, text that you have here from Colossians 3, verse 23, it says, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. That implies a little bit of busyness. Like you're working hard, you're working heartily. So that's an attitude, right? And 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 it's 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 a good thing. Mm -hmm. You're having a good attitude about doing the work that you yeah. have before you. So that's really good. And then finally, in Ecclesiastes chapter 5, it says, Behold, what I have seen to be good and fitting is to eat and drink and find enjoyment in all the toil with which one toils under the sun the few days of his life that God has given him. For this is his lot, everyone also to, uh, to whom God has given wealth and possessions and power to enjoy them and to accept his lot and rejoice in his toil. Mm -hmm. This is the gift of God. For he will not much remember the days of his life because, the, uh, because God keeps him occupied with the joy of mm. his heart. You know, just being happy with our, with our work and the God-given the, the God sort of like serving and, and work mm -hmm. and all the things God has given us to do, there's a there's a um, a rejoicing that should come in some of that busyness, don't you think? Yeah, I agree. And you know, there's a natural um, enjoyment of the accomplishments that you make right. in your life, and I think that it's not bad to enjoy those things. Well, I heard somebody say, you know, one time I'm blessed with work, you mm, know, and yeah. I thought about that, you know, because there are so many people that. Uh, you know, want to work or, or wish they could work or need more yeah, work. That's true. Yeah. And, you know, we're blessed to be busy in one sense. And I love the fact that I get to work for the Lord as a pastor and get to meet with people and do things like this. This is work for yeah. us. 
uh, although some people may disagree, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, we're blessed in that way. So, yeah. well, and I think, you know, it, it's funny cause sometimes you have to remember, like we're so used to hearing that, uh, busyness is bad and, yeah. and like these things or, or, you know, finding joy in your work, you know, is pride or something like that because most of the time it is right. Like normally those are the problems we have is finding too much happiness in our work, too much joy, too much pride, that sort of thing. What we, what we want to make sure we're understanding though, is that there is a level to which that is a good thing. It's a God given thing Mm. to enjoy these things and to be a little bit busy, but there is the line that you can cross. So mm-hmm. when you cross that line, it gets bad. Why? Why is it yeah, bad? Yeah, I love, um, you know, busyness is bad when we don't prioritize the Lord, okay? Busyness can then lead to stress and anxiety. Mm. Um, I love the the passage in Haggai. I won't read it all, but God really chastises the people because they are focused on their own house, building up their house, reestablish this post um uh, exile, mm-hmm. reestablishing their homes, right? But not worried about the things of the Lord. So yeah. they busied themselves for the wrong reasons. And it wasn't bad because God is saying, consider your ways. You have sown much and harvested little. Yeah. Because of all of your work you're doing for yourself and you're not pouring anything out for the Lord, he's not giving you the rewards. He's not He's not giving you the, the, the providence and the, the oversight that you need in your lives. Yeah, to me, I, I just hear this like it's it's a bad, it's like the busyness that's focused on the wrong thing. Yes. You know, and so it's like busyness itself is not necessarily the problem. It's mm-hmm. it's when your busyness is focused on the wrong thing. Yes, yes. Right? Well, and I think that's what we see in Matthew chapter 6 with the... the um, uh, Sermon on the Mount, right? Yeah, yeah. And Jesus, it's it's coming. You know, he's cl- coming to a close. Chapter seven is when he ends it. But he he talks about you know what's the most important thing? It's to seek the kingdom of heaven, mm. seek the kingdom of God, and His righteousness. And all these things will be added to do, to you. Yeah. Why is he saying that? Because he's also saying, don't worry about tomorrow. Yeah. Why are you worrying? Why are you being anxious about You're all worry these about your things? Food and your clothes. You're and not all trusting the, the Lord. Right. Your your priorities. Your, all of this, all of this busyness, all of this worry, everything in your life is not focused in the right place. So it creates stress and anxiety in your life. Yeah, that's right. And I think you know it's kind of a two two sided thing where it's like you are you are focused on the wrong thing. So you can have a busyness that's focused on the wrong thing, which will create anxiety. Yeah. But then in that anxiety, you you will then become more busy yeah. because you're trying to work. To mend that anxiety, and it's a vicious cycle of busyness, anxiety, busyness, yeah. anxiety, and Jesus just tries to to you know poke a huge hole in that to say, focus on the kingdom, right. focus on God and His righteousness, yes. and all these other things will be added to you. He's not saying don't be busy. Right. He's saying you need to stop being busy for this reason and for and focused on the wrong thing. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, and Kevin DeYoung points out three dangers uh, of busyness. He says busyness can ruin our joy. Mm, yeah. Have you seen this in your life or the lives of others? <laughs> 100%. And you know what? It doesn't just ruin my joy. It ruins other people's joy, like my family's joy yeah. and my, my close friend's joy because, because I'm so incapable of giving myself uh, focused time to anything because yeah. I'm giving – three minutes to everything, you know? Absolutely. How about you? Does it- yeah. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree that it can ruin your joy because if you're just busy and running around and there's not really any 
organization or any focus, it, it, it is, it's hard to be present in the, in the moment. Yeah. You know, I remember you can't, like appreciate anything. That you I remember have. recently I was in a meeting with someone and I kept getting phone calls. I kept getting people walking in because there was a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. And that joy was sucked out of that meeting with that person because, um, I was distracted and I was busy. Yeah. And I told that person, I said, you know, I'm going to put my phone on silent, put it away. I'm going to tell people to not, Mm -hmm. not come in because we need time to talk about the things of the Lord here. You know, that's right. And so that's, that's important. Yeah. I think uh, busyness can, well, this is what Kevin Young says, right? Busyness can rob our hearts. What does that, what does that mean? Yeah. This is kind of what we talked about where we let the stress just kind of overwhelm Mm, us and the, the, the the joy of our heart and, and everything is sort of, taken away. I mean, we can't kind of steals who you are yeah, from you. Right? Yeah. And it's yeah. hard to like enjoy, like we talked about the Christmas season. It's hard to enjoy the Christmas season yeah. when you're so busy, you can't be with your family. You can't enjoy those moments. You're worried about baking 5,000 pies, yeah. you know, <laughs> and not, not saying, uh, let me spend time with my kids. Yeah. You know, man, that's good. Yeah, it's true. So then number three is busyness can cover up the rot in our souls. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I do. Because, you know, when we're busy, sometimes reasons why we're busy is because we're ignoring stuff. Yes. You You just go, 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 go. Exactly. And you've got issue. I see, I have seen this a lot, a lot. And it's funny to me when I see it in other people's lives as a pastor, Mm -hmm. I see it in other people's lives. They're trying to cover up something, and you might not know exactly what it is, but you're, it's still pretty clear that there's something wrong. So it doesn't actually do a good job of covering it up. Um, but I know for myself, when I do this, um, it feels like mm-hmm. I'm I'm fine because I'm getting things done. Yeah. So I'm kind of what I'm really doing is medicating that yes. by by getting other things done and saying, "Aha, things are good." Because I'm getting things done. Well, I think this is why <laughs> this is why for me I have such um, good spiritual response to like a conference when mm. you, when you go away to a conference or something. Uh, you you know like yeah. you're literally there, and you can't be distracted by the other right. things around you because because you can't do anything. Yeah, about you're it. in a worship service. You're right. listening to. I guess you could sit on your phone, but you paid money, so you want to be present right. to right. that. I always feel like I want to listen, because I paid money for this conference. And um, when the distractions are removed, uh, when the busyness of life is stripped away, God can deal with our hearts. How many times have you seen this at youth camp that's, and retreats and things? That, that's, I mean, at retreat especially, we really hone in on that. We always hone in on it. But at retreat, like, we we don't let the kids bring their phones anymore. Like, yeah. and, and every time they bemoan it, but then they love it. It's just the best thing because because they're able to focus on yeah. the Lord. Maybe we should – maybe. We should consider a uh, people should consider having a Christian retreat, even if it's just like a personal retreat. Absolutely, you know, going I, camping or something. But you're you're focused in the Word, or you're focused on teaching. I don't know. Yeah, that's a great. I mean, that's idea. just off the cuff. Um, but he talks about in the book something that I thought was really important. This is one of my favorite things: the killer piece. Yeah. Okay. Now the killer piece, it, it's they're often the root cause of busyness, but they are manifestations of pride. Yeah. Okay, these are all manifestations of pride. So let me ask you, how is pride a root sin for many other issues? That's a great question. Um, so pride is is so sneaky. Um, it is so trying to constantly find any way that it can mm-hmm. to really make, honestly, it, it, it's to, 
to ultimately make it thing everything about you. Well, it's funny, right? It, yes, it's just looking for every every way, any way that it can. It's funny because so there, there's many ways. there's ways of pride where it's like, I am prideful. I'm self reliant. I'm I'm all me. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And on the other side, you're like I'm 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 with the Lord. I'm holy. Yeah. I'm better than yeah, other yeah. people. And there's a pride there as well. So yep. like, there's kind of traps and snares on both sides. And there's another side of pride of where the, it's like the road. It's like, why don't people think about me? Why does nobody love yeah. me? Why is yeah. why is uh, nobody my friend? And it's like, yes. you, have you noticed you're only thinking about yourself? Right. So I think pride is a motivation for busyness, and yeah. it, it comes out in these twelve ways. So yeah. I want to run through this list really quick, and then we can talk about some of these. Yep. Uh, number one, people pleasing. Number two, pats on the back. Number three, performance evaluation. Number four, possessions. Number five, proving myself. Number six, pity. That's what we just talked about. Number seven, poor planning. Number eight, power. Number nine, perfectionism. Mm -hmm. Number 10, position. Number 11, prestige. Number 12, posting. Posting on social media. Yeah. Yeah. And so all of these are, are how pride manifests itself in the in the flow of busyness. Mm-hmm. How when we're busy for the wrong reason, these this pride can can manifest itself in these ways. So, do you see one or more of these causing most of the problems with busyness? Yeah, let's think. So, causing busyness. I know for me, like people pleasing. I don't know if that was one you were going to go for, but like people pleasing is, is probably the biggest cause of busyness for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Um, like you were talking about that expectation to like meet other people's desires or expectations. Right. Um, and so I want to, to make sure that they are happy with me, Yeah. but you see that, you mm-hmm. see what I just did? Like, are you happy with me? Yes. That's pride. When it's about me and me making sure that you are happy with me, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about myself. Yeah. So I'm I'm people pleasing, and you could be like, well, you're thinking about others. Yeah, yeah. As long as they're happy with me, yeah. And that's pride. And and when you do that, you will do whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. And when it when you do whatever it takes, that means you're gonna be super duper busy doing yeah. tons of stuff that you never would do when you really just care for people. You know? Well, and I think in ministry, you know, proving myself uh, is, is mm. one of the ones or, or pats on the back, you know, some of these go hand in hand. I think a lot of times, you know, we've had conversations about this and we've challenged each other to grow in our ministry, to do what scripture says, where it's yeah. to train and raise up other people to help us in ministry. Yeah. Because there is a pride that can come from, wow, look at all that Brian does, right? you right. know, and look, look at everything he does. And so it's like, it's like, yeah, yeah, I do a lot. I got to keep doing these yeah. things. And, yeah. And yeah. you, you, over, you keep adding and adding and adding and that's not good. That's true. And so. I've actually worked hard to have other people be in the middle and I'm okay with not being in the middle of everything. Uh, you know, I have to oversee a lot. Yeah. I have to oversee a lot of different areas. And so people do still come to me and say, uh, boy, you're, you, you do so much. And I, and I oftentimes have to correct them and say, no, I get to oversee a lot, yeah. but look at all these people that are doing ministry that, that are working and volunteering and serving and working in the church they're they're doing a lot of the, the the nuts and bolts and work of it. It's so true. I and that's exactly the way it should be, you know, um as as a from a pastoral any type of leadership perspective. But as you were talking, it made me re- realize and kind of remember like like part of the people pleasing issue for me, like the reason why I might not delegate things or ask somebody to do something. Yeah. 
is because I know it's like hard or maybe an inconvenience mm. and I don't want them to be upset with yeah. me. And so I won't delegate things and that ends up hurting things yeah. because I am so busy that I can't focus on talking to somebody about what God has done with them because, yeah. oh, I got to go do that or I got to do this. But you know what's beautiful is when you've got other people who are invested in the ministry with you or invested in whatever you're leading with you yeah. so that you can focus on those things and enjoy the time. Yeah. Um, that you need to enjoy. I wish we had time to go through every single one of these. But I do <laughs> think people struggle with uh, posting on social media yeah, because it's like I have to um, convey like every aspect of my life, most of the good, the good aspects of my life uh, to, you know, show people yep. this or that about me. And there's a pride there that, that, and, and not helpful. of course, posting isn't sinful in and of itself. Yeah. But like, it would probably be good to have a a self imposed limit on like, yeah. Hey, how often will I post? Should I post every what is my day, post multiple about? times a day? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And what? Yeah. And what am I saying? Yeah. Well, so. what's the solution to busyness, especially the kind of busyness that's focused in the wrong way? That's right. It is balance. Balance. It's balance. And it always comes back to balance. It really does. We need balance, but I think many people know they need balance. They don't know how to get how it. How to do it. Yeah, right. that's right. Mm-hmm. Here's one thing, though. You have to, as we talk about this, if you're not willing to change anything, then yeah. nothing will change. Yeah. I, I start conversations if with you, that with people. Listen, think about that. Yeah. If you're not willing to change anything, then nothing will change. I, I, I really start conversations with people where people will say things like, well, what does the Bible say about this? And I'll just be like, stop. Do you care what the Bible says about right. this? Right, right. And they're like, well, I'm like, no, no, no. Because I don't. I, I, if you don't care about right. what God wants and you're not willing to change, then then what's the point? Right. So if you're sitting there and you're saying, I'm busy, I'm busy, and you don't want to change anything, you don't want to make adjustments to your life, then you're just going to continue it, gonna to be same. busy. Yeah. And so this is why we need to understand what we're talking about here and how we're thinking about moving forward. Yep. Okay. So the first thing there's, there's questions you need to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. What are your priorities? Yeah. You must have priorities because if you can't, you, because you can't do everything. Yeah. Okay. This is kind of a big revelation uh, that we have to come to grips with. And I know that I've, I've had to really understand this in ministry and in my life. We'll talk about more on this in a little bit, yeah. but you cannot do everything. You no. cannot effectively serve the Lord, your family, others without priorities. Well, and here's the the truth. You do have priorities, but the problem is, is sometimes it'll be things that you don't want to be your priority. Well, yeah. You know? It's like if you don't consciously set priorities. Yeah. You you'll, don't choose what those are. Right. And say, this is what I care about the most. You're going to end up caring about something that you're like, you're going to be frustrated with why right. am I caring so much about this? Why am I so busy? Yeah. So, so yeah, what yeah. should you do? And I don't think that we can even fully flesh out what the priorities are for you, listener. Right. You know what I'm saying? No way. I, I would give a suggestion. Obviously, I think our faith needs to be number one. And if we're not prioritizing our faith, our relationship with the Lord, then we are, um, everything's going to be out of whack. Yeah. You know, I think your family, your spouse has to be in there. But where do the other things fall? Where does... Where does your work fall? Where does church fall? Where do your hobbies fall? You know, what, how do you, uh, how do you uh, assess all of that? Mm-hmm. You need to take time and pray about it and maybe even physically write down, here's my priorities for my life. Yeah. Here's the things that are non-negotiables, uh, must do these things. 
And, you know, if you want an example, I, th- I really liked what John Luttrell said back in when we did the interview of the Luttrells yeah. earlier this yeah. year in the parent profile. He talked about his family core, core values. values. Yeah. And he said, these are the things my family is going to try to do day in and day out. Yep. The other things that don't match up with this, we're going to let those things kind of fall away. Yep. And so yeah. you can go back and listen to that episode. We'll get see to that. We'll get to that if we can, but we're not going to stress about it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, do you, here's the other question, right? Mm-hmm. The, the second question that you need to ask yourself, do you feel like you must do everything? Mm. The term for this is FOMO. FOMO. The fear of missing fear out. Fear of missing out. It's a big deal. It's a real thing. I've gotten over that. I have, um, I have fear of people asking me to do things now. <laughs> so true. It's so true. <laughs> So true. <laughs> you get a text from a friend, and you're like, oh, oh obligation, <laughs> fear of obligation. Oh. No, uh, but ask yourself, you do you suffer from FOMO? You yeah. know, are you, you know, and some of this happens. I, I think, I think a lot of this has has come because of social media. You know, yes. the the more we can get, you can see so much. The more we can get off of social media. The less the less FOMO will have. Well, it's but, like those ads that are like, you're, forty of your friends are interested in these events, and you're like, oh, you know, right, yeah, there's too right. much going on. I think a lot of this manifests itself in your in your kids. So how can kids create an unhealthy busyness in our lives? <laughs> like so many things. Just so ran many my head. things. Um, there. <laughs> I was gonna say their existence. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, so. <clears throat> In one sense, in the good sense, they they create busyness. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a good way in which they create busyness. So that is a good thing. But the unhealthy way, I think, is when in this FOMO, this fear of missing out, it's like you feel like you have to be a part of every single thing that happens in their life. Yeah. And, and it's like whose life are they living? Are they living their life or your life? You know? And it's like when you – it's like it's like we as parents have this temptation – to insert ourselves into their life mm. and experience every single experience that they have mm. with them. And, and that's, that's an unhealthy mm. connection with our kids. Like mm-hmm. we are not uh, in, enjoying them as their parent by trying to be, you know, one with them in every single experience that yeah. they have. That's not to say we don't enjoy those. It's not to say, it's not to say you don't do that ever, but but I don't know. I, I think that we can be so consumed with everything that our kids are doing, and we're just constantly trying to get them to do and go and be and whatever. Yeah. That we that we are overrun by our kids' life, and we're not leading them. They're we're just we're, they're dragging us along. Yeah, I think it's the amount of activities that we sign them up for as well. And we, you know, parents, we want them to be well-rounded. We want them to participate in the the academic things. Uh, we want them to do music things and with sports things and acting things and you know just just all but, of but the I don't, things. But I and don't so, want them to do all of those. Well, things. no. What I'm saying is most right. parents. No, no, no. I know do That's, that, and right. they and they want they we over schedule because we're trying to do everything. Right. We and I know as a parent that the pressure of feeling like your kid is missing out on something. Yep. You know, like we don't like our our family is not very musical. Okay, we're just we're just not okay. Uh, my wife has some musical talent, but but we just don't have a lot of musical talent, and we've not really cultivated that. That's not a really a core value right. in our family. Now I know other families that do that, right. but there's other things that they can't do because right. they're working on that aspect exactly. of it. Exactly. But you, as a parent, if you try to do everything, if you try to have your kids cultivate every aspect, everything, and every, it is going to drive you crazy, even if it's something they're good at. 
Yes. You know, it's okay to be good at something and not like dedicate your whole life to it. Yes. You know, um, because you can't do everything. Well, and I think it's because we are, we try to be the quote, perfect parent creating the perfect right. kid. Why is that? What do you think about that? I think that's a trap. Do you agree with that? Oh yeah, I, I do. And I think again, that comes down to like, what is everybody else doing? And right. I remember, I remember growing up, um, I think this will be okay. But like we would go to, um, to, are you telling on your mom and dad here? A no, bit? I'm not telling my mom and dad. Uh, <laughs> not so much. I, I just remember I would go. Tell okay, on yourself. I know that not. I, so I was homeschooled. I know not all homeschool like co-ops and and groups are like this. I sure. know that they're not. Yeah. I know of really good healthy homeschool groups. Yeah. So just hear me properly. But the one that we were a part of, it was like you were you were you know seven years old. You mm. could speak. Latin, yeah. Greek, and Spanish, and every you know several other languages, and every it was it was a competition. Yeah, it was a competition, and I think that that's everywhere. I mean, there are, there's this competition like, is your kid as good as my kid? Yeah, tall as my kid, fast as my kid, and it's like us kids, we're we're wrestling with those like competitive natures. We don't need our parents yeah. pushing that on us too. Well, and like we've prioritized. Obviously, we prioritize our church. Right, right. That that's one of that's and not just because I work there, but because I see really a lot of value in that. And then we we do let the kids do other things, other activities, but we do limit that because like we can't we can't do everything. And yeah. we and and there are seasons that we go through where we have something almost every night. Yeah, but. That's a short. That's a short season. We try to have that just to a, a month or two because um, we don't want to be in that hey, all the time. Because you can't sustain it. Right. You just can't sustain that. You know, and it's not fun. Who wants, like, who really? That that's not fun. It's it burns people right. out. And and I will I will say there are some people who think that that's fun and they might be enjoying it. But if you were to talk to the other people that are experiencing yeah. it with them, they might not say the same thing. Just yeah. a thought. So. so go back to your priorities and, and stick to them. Okay, yeah. make sure you, everything you do is in service of those, not the other way around. Yeah. So then number three, the, the third question is, have you considered entertainment could be an issue? You know, so many Ooh. people say, <laughs> I don't have time or I'm too busy or this. But what do you think about the possibility that there could be a lot of entertainment in your life that could be sucking up some of your your time. Now, what do we mean when we say entertainment, right? This could be media, could be TV, movies, could be social media, could be video games, could be hobbies, could be toys, boats, four-wheelers, mm -hmm. uh, could be sports, both playing and watching. Yeah. Could be shopping. What else? Is there anything else? I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of the things. I, I know, like, one of the things growing up, hunting, hunt, hunting was a yeah. thing. Um, and I loved my, my, my granddaddy and my uncle for, they hunted like crazy mad, mad men. They hunted all the time, but they always were at church and church was right. always first. Well, and I think so it's not to say, we're not saying that you don't ever have entertainment. Exactly. You don't ever do things that I know are that's fun what, that you want to do. I know that's do. the first thought. It's like, oh, I have to never watch TV again. Right. Like, no, <laughs> you know, Brian and I are going to watch movies. When does okay? this become, <laughs> when does this become a problem? Right. It becomes a problem when it is your priority. Mm. When it takes the place of your priorities and when you can say, I'm too busy to do my priority, but then, but then you can look at the amount of time that you've spent doing this other thing when you, when you maybe should have been doing your priority. And I'm so guilty of this. I mean, I'll just be the first to say like it's entertainment like I, is probably the the thing for me that I, and yeah. I, I know I talk to my wife about it and like, there's times where she's like, babe, 
we are not going to watch TV tonight. And I'm like, right. okay, 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 please, like, please make sure I don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like uh, there was a meme going around. It was like the I don't have time to read the Bible starter pack. And it was just like Netflix. <laughs> that was it. It was just Netflix. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think it's really uh, something we got to consider. How much entertainment? You know, I, I would encourage people just to do like a time study. Just, just yeah. as you go through your day, kind of write down loosely, roughly what you're doing with your time. And this isn't to convict people. This isn't to say don't have right. entertainment because no we'll way. talk about that. I think entertainment is important. I think yeah. hobbies it's are a part important, of the balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do think it can, can take over and consume your life. And if that's all your life is about, it's it's bad. Yeah, so what about right. social media? That seems to be a big uh, offender today. I think social media is is a a big problem or, you know, seemingly a big problem. It is a big problem. But I think a lot of it is because of its accessibility. I, I think, you know, I, I catch myself. I don't know if anybody, any other listeners know. Can you close your eyes and open your smartphone Ooh, and find your app? That's a good challenge. You know, like you can probably sure. do that. Because you like accidentally just I don't know if anybody's ever experienced it where you accidentally open up one of your uh, social media apps and you're just like, why did that happen? Yeah, you know, yeah. like I got on here to like calculate something, yeah. <laughs> and um, and then the next thing you know, you're on there. I think it's so accessible, and it sucks you right in. You've got to develop so much discipline to to not spend too much time on there. Yeah. I don't know. That's my opinion. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It's easy to get on the the phone. Whether it's social media, games, whatever, yeah. and be playing, and you're like, "Wow, I just, I just blew an hour." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, or mm-hmm. half an hour, or whatever. And I think that we have to really watch that and guard that. And once again, I don't think it's bad. You know, no. I, I've tried to limit myself to, uh, you know, check it once or twice a day. You yeah. know, go through it. Uh, sometimes, what's, what's fun to do is to, you know, does your you have a Google. Pixel, right? Yeah. Do you have a? It like tells you how much time you spend doing certain uh, things. I'm sure somewhere I'm sure it does. I don't know um, because you you say it's better than iPhones. But anyways, um, so what what's fun? What I kind of like to do is to compare and try to beat the other person by having the less amount of uh, the less time. amount of time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like, can you have less time than the other person? I'll have to look and see <laughs> that if that works there. <laughs> but here, but once again. I think I think the main point is we do have time. Yeah, there is right. time in our life. I don't think it's, that we're not that we're too busy. I think we don't organize our time. That's what it is. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. And again, entertainment's not bad. I think we need things, but we can't fill our lives up with trivial right. things. That's right. You know. Yeah. This is this is great. Right into the next question. Yeah. Do you have a rhythm of rest? Oh yeah. Because we're talking about this like this rhythm of of you know flow. So like, what does it mean to have a rhythm of rest in your life? Why yeah. is this so crucial? Yeah, I mean, you know, you there must be uh, there must be a time where you you rest. It's like it's like working out. You can't just work out. Yeah. Every you'll, day and never take a break. You'll die. Yeah. Work out every day, twice a day. You know, you, you have to have a rest. And in fact, s- science is finding that if you take time to rest in recovery, sometimes you get better gains you in do. the gym. I, I, and I, I think this is true in our life. If we will work hard, yep. organize our time well, do the things we need to do, and then rest. And we, we've said this about like sleep, you know, yeah. uh, of like... A good night's sleep, man. I I actually I I see like noticeable results. Yeah, in my metrics uh, for my health 
when I sleep yes. properly, not too much, but not too little. Yes. It's, it's almost, it's crazy. It's kind of mind blowing how simple it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh, I just need to sleep. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about the Sabbath. Cause that's a big part of rest, isn't mm -hmm. it? I mean, God created us with rest in mind. Can right. you just, can you even just say like, if God created us with rest in mind and said, Hey, work six days, rest one day. Why do we think we know better than God? Well, I mean, why did, why did she eat the apple or the fruit in the first place? You know, it's the same. It's, it's our sin, right? It's, it's us saying like, well, maybe I could do this better than God. Um, not nobody, generally speaking, nobody is thinking to themselves. I know better than God, right? But that's what we're doing. Right. And what does Sabbath mean? You know, some people, Jewish people take it literally like, I don't do anything, yeah. you know? I mean, yeah. they have to have somebody that comes in and turns on their electronics or turns off their electronics because uh, they can't touch any of that stuff, you know? Yeah. We found out our oven had Sabbath mode. And what? Yeah, it's a no really way. super low uh, cooking temperature. <clears throat> and so you put the meat in or whatever at like, it's like 150 or 200, and it like takes 12 what? hours to cook it. So that way... They can put in meat or whatever. And not technically be cooking And not it. technically be cooking. And then on the back end, they just take it out or whatever. So I don't know. I'm not trying to call but no, I'm not saying people groups. But that, that seems a little bit legalistic. So, I mean, me. yeah, that's on that's on the one extreme. <laughs> right. Then you have the other extreme where people just, just don't rest. Yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. They don't Sabbath at all. Where, My Sabbath where is we to go, for, you know, on a marathon. Or, you know, like I, I, I Sabbath by doing whatever I want. Um, and I think And I think the main point. Of, of what God is saying is we're not working. Right. You know, we're not, now that doesn't mean you don't do anything. That doesn't mean you can't uh, uh, yeah. hang out with your family. You can't do bike rides. You can't go. And, you know, I, I would say you need a day. It doesn't have to necessarily be uh Sunday it can right. be, or Saturday, a day of the week where you are not working. Right. And you have an intentional uh, rest where, where, where you maybe are sleeping in a little bit that day, or you're doing things for your mental health, your physical health. You're doing things that are going to help you encourage and, and spend time with your family, spend time with the Lord. I think those are the big components of what God is trying to get at when he says you need a rest, you need a Sabbath. I, I totally agree. You know, I, I think about, um, this whole thing. One of the things I do want to say is some of this is like your conviction, you know, yeah. what, what do you, what do you feel like you need to do to rest? Yeah. You know? And, and I would argue like, like when you're, if you're just like spending all of your energy and you call that rest, mm. I would say you should reconsider that. Yeah. Um, but like there are things that you can do that are fun and enjoyable that are resting and rejuvenating. Yes. Right? Like, okay, I, I can see that. How does your, your spirit like deal with that? Do you have a conviction about that? Some people do have a conviction that's like, no, I don't do anything. Yes. Like, okay, you know, I, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. um, because to me, you're not really sinning. But if you're sitting there and somebody's about to get, you know, robbed outside your, your house, but you're like, ah, it's the Sabbath. Right. Okay, then you are sinning. Right. Yeah. So just what's your conviction? Are you, do you even care? Yeah. Like, will you rest? Well, and I think, I think the main point is we need times of rest. And this is where balance is important. Here's the thing. We must not be lazy. Mm -hmm. We must not be a workaholic. Yes. We've got to find those are our we gotta find yeah. where the balance is of honoring the Lord with our time and not falling into the sin of laziness. Yeah. I also believe on the other end, 
where we work, 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 we never rest, is also a sin. Yeah. And when I say that, workaholic, it could be a kid's sportsaholic yeah. or, or a, a church, church. serveaholic. That's good. That's good. You know, where you do spend and serve and do every, sign yep. up for every single thing at church and you, you never spend time with your family, you right. never rest. Anything that consumes our time uh, so we can't rest is, is bad. Yeah, that's right. And so what's a good plan for rest? Number one, you need good sleep. Yep. I think that's really important. And if you have poor sleep, then you need to figure out a way to, to get, get good, good sleep. sleep. And yeah. there's lots of good experts out there. One of them is put away the TV, put away yeah. the social media, make sure you go to bed at plenty of time. There's no reason for yeah. we staying up all hours of the night, especially if you got to get up early the next yeah, morning. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the next one is find <laughs> find Sabbath rest. Find a way to take a, a day of rest every week, you know, where you're not – you know, busy working, you know, doing all of the other right. things. Right. And then I think vacation is important. I agree. Now I don't now when I say vacation, uh, I, I think of vacation <laughs> differently than other people. It's not a Disney vacation. Well, some people like... take a vacation <laughs> and they want to go to these resort theme parks unnamed and they want to, those people, they want are good people to vacation opinion. at those places. <laughs> but to me, it's He's like talking about me, I'm getting up at 6am and I'm going to bed at 12pm at every single moment of my day is scheduled that to me doesn't seem restful or vacationing do you know what i'm saying agreed and vacations don't have to cost a million dollars you can go camping you can uh go get a get an airbnb somewhere you can do different things yeah. just to get away and rest truly rest i had a um when i recently we went had did a beach vacation yeah you know, with with our in-laws and um i had come up with a list of things that, that I wanted to do, mm -hmm. you know, on vacation. Mm -hmm. One of them was, um, we, we listened to true, true crime podcast, me and my wife yeah. on the way down on the drive so down. Funny. Uh, you know, I wanted to, um, I, every day I wanted to uh, do a devotion mm. every day. I wanted to keep that going. I wanted to listen to a fun book, not a workbook yep. for at least one hour mm. a day. Wow. You know, I had my Table Talk magazine. I wanted to read an so, hour so, but here, a day. Hold on. Hold on yeah, yeah, go ahead. I also wanted to play card games. Yeah. You know, I wanted to play as much solitaire with real cards, not yeah. on my phone, with real cards. I wanted to limit different. my phone exposure. Yeah. I wanted lots of time with the family. Yeah. And so I wrote down, I literally wrote down my vacation things. Yeah. And He's I, reading them, and people. I He's reading them off, off his phone. I ticked off everything on my vacation because I wanted it to be a super yeah. restful time where I was where I was not only connecting with my family, but connecting with the Lord and yeah. doing some self-assessment on myself as well. So that's what and vacation that well. can do. Yeah. 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 Well, and I would say this, listen, so we're not saying, and I will say this, <laughs> you know, going on those vacations where everything is planned and you've, and you are there to do certain things <laughs> and like, and, and just like soak all of the, all of the, experiences out that's not always bad maybe that is restful for you it's not for me and that, my personality yes. it's not restful well and, and here's the thing there's a difference me. between like is there a time so here's what i'm trying to say not every vacation has to be exactly the same sure of course and, and so like many people try to take you know two vacations my my thing is this if you're going to take a vacation that's just going to be like slam packed super busy try to find another time where you can go do something that's not like that yeah because because you still need that sure and i found that that has always been the case where it's like i get back from vacation and you're like you're from vacation but you need another one yeah um 
you need to have a vacation where when you get back, you don't feel like you need a vacation. vacation. Yeah, exactly. So that's just all we're trying to say. Yeah. And and some of that is how you plan your vacations. Yeah. Last thing in this kind of rest area is we need to create some margin in our lives. Yeah. Have you heard of this concept about, you know, if we're, if we've got everything packed, it's like from sunup to sundown or from more, from eyes open to eyes closed, you're just something happening. You've got something going on. There's no margin for anything in your life. I think that what that does is it, it, it makes it to where you're basically saying, I don't have time for God's plan for yes. my life. Right. I mean, that's I, fire I, right I do there. think that's, I think that's what we're doing. And well, I, I think that's what he that, warns against in James exactly when he says right. your life is but a mist. You plan to go here. You plan yep. to go there. How can Instead, you say you're uh-huh. going to do this? Yeah. You see, if the Lord will, if the Lord wills, that's right. And so, you know, our, <laughs> we've experienced this, uh, even today where it's like something happens sure. and everything changes. And, and so we have to be able to be a little bit flexible yeah. because who's in control? God. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, we need margin. Yeah. So the last question, and uh, I, I put this in here because the question is, are you good busy? Are you good Are you good busy? busy? Is there yeah. such a thing as good busy, Brian? Yeah, and I think that's what we've been saying, right? You know, like there's this, there's, you know, what are you busy doing? Mm. Are you busy with the right amount of rest, the right pattern, the right rhythm, <clears throat> you know? Uh, if you're that kind of busy, then you're good busy. We are not created by the Lord to just sit around and do nothing. That's right. Okay, a perfect example is I actually feel better after exercising so because true. movement is when I'm created to sit in chair all day. Yeah. So I need it's to get up and design. I need to get up and move. I yeah. need to do something to move right. my body. I need to exercise my mind. I need to do all of those things. And so if we are not busy at all, there's a problem yeah. because there is an aspect of life that even in, even in our life, we will suffer for the Lord and yeah. part of busyness factors into that. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I think so. You know, it's like if you, it, it, busyness, sometimes the reason why we don't like it is because we're having to do certain things that we maybe don't want to do yeah. and it feels, feels bad, it, you know, suffering, like suffering usually entails doing something you don't want to do or right. experiencing something you don't want to do. That's a part of life. It's a part of this fallen world we live in where we can handle it though, because the Lord has the Jesus has overcome this. Jesus experienced this. I mean, yes. think about how busy Jesus got doing the Lord's will. Yes. You know? So, I mean, it's a part of life. That's a great example because we need to serve the Lord. And there are sometimes we're called to a season of busyness where mm-hmm. Jesus did that. And then he would take time away from that to rest. That's right. You know, and so the He's Lord perfect example. <laughs> gives us what we need to get through. And on the backside of a busy season, we need to rest. That's right. After that season. That's so exactly right. busyness is not always bad. There is a good busyness, especially if our priorities are focused in the right way. That's right. That's right. So yeah, what as, as Christians, what's the one thing that we need to do? What do we need to focus on? Yeah, I think after all of this information <laughs> as we wrap up this episode we must live for Jesus and not for the world this yeah. is a non-negotiable when you think about your life you may ask yourself am i prioritizing my life am i living for the world or is it for Jesus mm. is my busyness in my life a product of serving him or because i want to uh, I, I want to please others around me yeah that's exactly right you know we have to trust and rely on Jesus to do this. So you can't do this unless you are relying on Jesus to yes. do this. So you need to take your concerns about busyness to the Lord. You know, 
you've got you've got busyness, you've got things that you're concerned about, anxieties and, and things that you've got to do, right? Take that to the Lord, he will help you. Yeah. Right? We got this verse here, Brian. What what does it say? Yeah, first Peter five, six, and seven says, Humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Yeah. I think this is really important because in the in the sense of we, you know, in the sense of life, it's like, I can do this. I can do all these things. I can, I can, my family and work and blah, blah. You know, I just got all these things going on. Well, have you ever considered that maybe you need to stop, go before the Lord, humble yourself and then say, you know what, God, I'm worrying about yeah. a lot of things. I'm anxious about a lot of things. Lord, can I lay these things at your feet? And you know what the Bible says? We can do that because he cares for us. And I think that's like that's what he wants, right? It's like yeah. God isn't looking at you and being like, Are they gonna <laughs> are they gonna be able to handle all of this? Right. Like really what God wants is for you to not be the superhero that, that can handle everything. He wants you to be the one that comes to him and says, God, can I talk to you about this? Do you care about what's going on in my life? So that he can come in and say, Yes, I care right. very much. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. He, he cares. So Exactly. So we hope this is helpful i know every time i think about these things it's so it's like i immediately start thinking through like okay here's some things i need to change (laughs) exactly and uh so i hope that that's been helpful for our listeners as well yeah check out that resource crazy busy by kevin DeYoung. i think that's really good and helpful uh and i think if uh if we would uh just keep our focus on the lord then i think our priorities would would fall in line yeah i think so so well thank you all for listening yep and We'll see See you you next time. time. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Welcome to Families for Life with Brian. A podcast. This <laughs> <laughs> singular Brian. Sorry, I didn't make that you was, cough. That was good. Right, <laughs> we'll go for real now. Yep. <clears throat>